This is Mark Abrams, and welcome to another edition of the Abrams Boxing Show. Powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by the world's leading boxing website, 15rounds.com, as well as Abrams Boxing PR Media and Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing public relations, media relations, as well as on-air broadcasting. If you have any questions or comments, I will read on the air on my next podcast. You can tweet me at M. Abrams Boxing. That's M-A-B-R-A-M-S-B-O-X-I-N-G. If I read your comments, you'll be eligible to win a great book from Hamilcar Publications. On this show, I'll be joined by light heavyweight contender Joe Smith Jr. Smith gets back in the ring this Saturday night when he takes on former world champion Alader Alvarez live on ESPN Plus from the bubble at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Just a couple of notes I want to tell you. I watched the Showtime fight card on Saturday night. It was an interesting card. A lot of stuff happened in and around the uh, the fight card itself. Obviously, things got off to a rocky beginning the day before at the weigh-in when David Benavides, the former, now former, WBC super middleweight champion, checked in two and a half pounds over the mandated 168-pound weight limit. And uh, for the second time, he lost his title without losing a fight. Obviously, the first time he lost his title was when he tested positive uh, for cocaine a couple of years back. And uh, he uh, lost his title before he actually got in the ring on Saturday night when he uh, faced Alexis Angulo. Um Benavides went on to win. Uh, uh, he stopped Angulo in the after the tenth round uh, to go to twenty three zero with twenty knockouts. It was a relatively easy performance. Uh, Benavides said it was the best performance of his career. He said the flashiest was his sensational knockdown over Porky Medina a couple years back. But he uh, liked the way he boxed and used all of his tools on Saturday night. And you know, for my money, he he's the most talented fighter in the 168 pound division. Callum Smith may be the best fighter, and Caleb Plant is somewhere in between. So he, he he may be the most talented, he may be the best, but everyone wants to see that fight with Plant and Benavides. I don't know if it's going to happen. I mean, as a fan, I want it to happen. It should happen, both being under the Premier Boxing Champions uh, banner. But because Benavides does not have his title anymore, Plant might say, you know what, what's he bring to the table? You know, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, something that could be in it for Kayla Plant. So we shall see what happens in uh, in that uh, regard. You know, let's see what the WBC does. I mean, some of these uh, organizations, they do things like they may give Benavides uh, a chance to fight for the vacant title. I know that there's a, um, a fight against Yul Dream, uh, who... Uh, fought uh, a tough fight last year and uh, I know he's due one of the mandatories or 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 now for the vacant title but if he can't get in the country due to the travel restrictions with COVID-19 you know David Benavides says he wants to try 168 again so uh, he may get an opportunity it wouldn't shock me in in the least so uh you can see what david benavides and actually all the winners from saturday night go to abrams boxing on youtube i have all the media updates all the media conferences uh from all all three winners and one of those winners included rolando romero who uh 
I don't know, some people are saying he got a gift. He got a very dubious, unanimous decision uh, to win the WBA interim uh, championship. I, I'm not putting any stock in the WBA, you know, especially this kid. He's 12-0 and now. He really hadn't faced any opportunity, and he showed that he's not ready for championship quality uh, fights yet. I mean, whether he you thought he won, lost, draw, or, or whatever, he did not look good. I mean, he was promising the most devastating knockout in the history of boxing on Saturday night. He did not deliver deliver that, but uh, somehow he got out of there with, with the with the win, with the title. 118-110, 116-112, and 115-113 for Rolando Romero. He goes to 12-0 with 10 KOs. He defeated, he defeated Jackson Marinas, and I thought Marinas controlled a lot of the fight. Marinas... Uh, Gets out of there, you know, with nothing to show for it. Nineteen and one now uh, for the uh, now lightweight from the the Dominican Republic. Um, like I said, most people think that uh, Marinas was was robbed. Romero definitely needs a lot of work. Uh, you know, he was a touted power puncher. He looked very raw and crude in there. So he needs to, uh, you know, go back to the gym in Vegas. He's with Mayweather Promotions. So he needs to go back there and, uh, you know, work on his craft. You know, there's definitely a lot of potential there. I mean, definitely, he, he definitely can, can punch. And anyone who can punch like that, it's always a dangerous fighter. But should he be mentioning the names of Javante Davis, Lopez, Lomachenko, Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, not, I don't think quite yet, but you know, the jury's still out on Rolando Romero. The opening belt saw Otto Valin go to 21-1, not just 14th knockout. He uh, stopped Travis Kaufman, who subsequently retired after the fight. Uh, Kaufman uh, blew out his shoulder again in round, uh, he, I think he said earlier in the fight, but round five, he really uh, popped it. Um, just the questions that get, comes out of, out of this fight. Did Otto Valin establish himself as a legitimate contender? I mean, for my money, I think he's definitely going to be a guy who's going to be in the mix in terms of getting some opportunities against some bigger name guys, whether, you know, it's, you know, knocking on the door of a title. He had that good fight. You know, he showed his worth against Tyson Fury and, uh, you know, he did well on Saturday night against Travis Kaufman, um, I mean, the the word I use, he's going to be a useful player in the heavyweight division. You know, he's going to be a tough out for some of the tough guys. So, uh, you know, there, you know, some good action going on on Showtime tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow's podcast, I have not had a chance to watch the the, the zone fights. I'm going to be doing that tomorrow, and I will uh, give my two cents, or a nickel for that matter, um, thoughts on that card um, tomorrow when we get back uh, with our next podcast. So if you uh, want to drop us a line, tweet me at mabramsboxing, that's M-A-B-R-A-M-S-B-O-X-I-N-G. So tweet me there, and... Uh, you know, we'll answer some questions on the next show. Now, uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with light heavyweight contender Joe Smith Jr. Good Sunday afternoon, everybody. Mark Abrams here in Philadelphia, and let's go to light heavyweight contender Joe Smith Jr., who this Saturday night takes on a later Alvarez in Las Vegas, live on ESPN Plus. What's happening, Joe? Nothing, man. Just uh, feeling good, getting ready. And I uh, can't wait to get out of here to get 
get to Vegas and get in that ring. <laughs> well, well, before we start, I'm from Philadelphia, so you 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 beat my neighbors Bernard and Jesse. So take it easy on me uh, for 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 this interview. So uh, <laughs> you become the Philly killer uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, obviously, uh, before we get into Alvarez, uh, you know, talk about that. You, you beat two highly decorated fighters, one Hall of Famer from Philadelphia. Is, is that a, when you think back of it, uh, you know, uh, what do you think of that? You know, it was, uh, it was a great time. It was a great opportunity. You know, it was um, definitely something I'll remember forever, you know, fighting Hopkins and I think a lot of people will uh, remember that fight for a long time. <laughs> Are you in the airport? No, I'm home. Uh, oh, okay. Looks like you, you look like you look like the one that you're sitting on one of those airport uh, in the gate kind of seats. You, you look comfortable. So, all right. So let's get let's get down to uh, the fight. Before we get to the fight, during the uh, few months, obviously with everything put, shut down, how were you able to you know maintain boxing shape? Were you able to sneak into some gyms while stuff was closed up? Yeah, um, I was able to sneak into my local boxing gym over here. Um, you know, me and my trainer got a key to the gym, and we just open it up, and we go in and work out by ourselves. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. Just been uh, going to the gym alone, hitting the bag, you know, working out. And then uh, I had some good sparring. You know, I had two sparring partners that I used for the whole camp. And uh, it worked out pretty well. And the, I know the fight was supposed to take place, I believe, in July, and he came down with an injury, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, how did that throw off uh, your um, your training? As we lost you here for a second. There you go. Yeah, there, you're back. So how how did the the um, the postponement that throw you off at all? Or uh, yeah, you know, I was looking forward to fighting in July, but. Uh, you know, I just um, – I stayed training. I just maintained. I, I backed off a little bit, but not too much. And, uh, you know, at this point now, I'm kind of glad that uh, I had a little bit more time to prepare. I feel, you know, I'm in better shape and uh, I'm ready to go. How long between you getting, uh, you know, the details of the fight for July – uh, to that that prospective July date, did you have? Because I know most people they haven't been able to get that seven to eight week camp that they're that they're uh, accustomed to. Um, every well, you know, I uh, I had the full six eight weeks of training, and uh, you know, I feel I feel great. I'm ready. I'm motivated, and uh, you know, I know this is a big opportunity. You know, I'm getting a second shot at a world title, and you know, I'm just going to give it my all. The light heavyweight division is a pretty nice division, has been for a couple years. And, uh, you know, this is your second fight that's going to be on the ESPN platforms uh, with, the, you know, you were with Joe DeGuardia and Star Boxing and you know, the top-ranked series with the, the aforementioned win over Jesse Hart. It seems like uh, the um, light heavyweight division, you got to – obviously you fought Bivol, but uh, the guy to beat now is uh, – Better be Evan. He's on that side of the street. Is is that basically where this fight leads to? I hope so. You know, I hope to uh, win this world title, and then uh, I love to unify against him. That would be a, a great uh, opportunity. Talk about Alvarez as a fighter. What do you see in him when uh, you look at the film? Um, you know, I see he's a he's a tough, durable guy, and. Uh, you know, great counter puncher. So I just got to be aware of everything, you know, and uh, 
to stay focused in there. And I, I believe, you know, I'm stronger, younger, faster, and um, I could come out on top. Talk about the fight with Hart. You're obviously you're known for being, being a big puncher. The fight with Hart, you, you won. I mean, you, you pushed the action. You boxed uh, uh, more. Was that a – I mean, obviously it's a satisfying because you got your hand raised, but that maybe you displayed a myth that maybe you're just, a, you're just known for your, your, your punching and, and you won a fight with boxing and, and going the route? Yeah, definitely. I've been uh, – after the Bivol fight, you know, I realized I need to um... – work on a few things with my my footwork and uh, a little bit more boxing and just try to relax a little more and stop loading up on everything all the time. So, uh, you know, with the Jesse Hart fight, I just wanted to stay busy and um, stay on top of him because that was the main game plan with him because I knew he didn't like the pressure. So I just wanted to be aggressive with him and throw a lot of punches. When in that fight, when did you realize that uh, you know that it was your fight? I mean, did you realize that maybe third, fourth, fifth round in that area? Yeah, after after the first punch, he hit me with. Oh, he he was talking a lot, saying you know that he's a big knockout guy and he was gonna hurt me, pretty much. But the first shot he hit me with, I like. I, he hit me with his best shot, and I just looked at him. I was like, you're in for a long night because, <laughs> you know, it didn't really phase me at all. So from that point on, I was like, this is going to be my fight. I just got to stay on top of him because he got nothing for me, really. The fa- so you're saying the fact that you're you're a, not only a natural 175-pounder, you're a big, strong 175-pounder. He obviously was coming up from 68. Was that kind of a, a big advantage for you, you said, after that first punch? Yeah, I guess so, because, you know, I didn't – I mean, he had a little power here and there, but it wasn't wasn't nothing I, you know, was used to or couldn't handle, so. <laughs> you, you mentioned Bevel. Uh, obviously, we got Alvarez, and uh, hopefully better be – I mean, you, you feel with the win uh, – I know I asked you, I'm going to ask you in a different way with the win – you feel it's only natural. I know Better Beaver's got a defense, I believe, in Russia at the end of the month uh, against uh, Fenlong Manga, I believe. So you feel maybe the two winners of the, this fight Saturday night uh, that should, should uh, make for a natural uh, fight next? Oh, I would love, I would love for that. But um, you know, I've, there's two other guys involved right now with this little tournament thing they got going on. So the belt's not on the line yet. So gonna have to have that fight first and then uh hopefully make that one happen how much uh you th- how much experience especially since the hopkins fight bivol fight jesse hart fight you know you've gained a lot of experience maybe in the last couple of years of your career than you know maybe the first seven or eight uh years of your career did you you agree with that yeah i feel i feel right now i'm uh, hitting my peak and you know i feel like i'm at my best now and um I just been. I feel I'm improving each fight now. Uh, do you expect this fight to go the distance on Saturday night? Yeah, I always expect it to go the distance, you know. But if um, I get the opportunity to get him out of there, if I hurt him, I will. Alvarez in his big win against uh, Sergey Kovalev. I mean, I, I had him down or down in the fight before he, he started to come on in the seventh round to get the knockout. Is that the way you look at that even in his best best win, he wasn't, you know, dominant all the way through? 
Yeah, definitely. I look at all that stuff. The only thing, you know, I feel he has is you just got to stay focused with him, you know, because he's got, uh, you know, that snappy right hand that he could just throw at any time. So you just got to be aware of it. Obviously, a lot's been made about, obviously, your your day job in the union. If I'm not mistaken, you open up your own business now? Yeah, uh, me and my father opened up a tree company and so we've been uh, staying busy doing that, you know, when I'm not training, you know, I'm out there working with the crew. And uh, when I am training, he's running the business and taking care of everything that needs to be done. So obviously during the shutdown, you were still, you know, pretty much working because you're working outside. That probably didn't affect the, the tree business that much. Yeah, we were still able to work here and there, you know, it affected us a little bit because, you know, nobody wants anyone at their house. Correct. And, you know, nobody was working, so nobody wants to pay to get trees removed, you know? <laughs> Correct, yeah. But I, I, I mean, imagine, I know, because uh, I, I have family on Long Island, stuff is, trying to, st- stuff is starting to open up over the last, uh, you know, maybe month or so, six weeks. It's uh, more of uh, getting a little bit more back to normal on Long Island. Yeah, it's getting, it's starting to return a little bit. You know, you still got to be cautious and be careful who you're around, but... Uh, Couple, couple last questions. Uh, I, I would imagine you probably have had boxing friends who have fought so far in these bubble atmospheres. Have you gotten any advice on how to handle? Because obviously this isn't going to be your normal fight week routine. Um, well, my trainer, you know, he's been asking, you know, other trainers and stuff a little bit, you know, like what the bubble's like, and, you know, how was it getting food and you know drinks. They said, you know, it's a little difficult, but. Uh, you know, I'm prepared for whatever it is. You know, I, I try not to focus on anything going on. You know, <laughs> I just try to focus on, you know, what I need to do when I get in that ring and, you know, to make weight and everything like that. But I'm I, ready. To- I know some of the fighters, they said they uh, they brought their Xbox, their PlayStations. Are you, you, want, you a, a gamer kind of guy? I just got my phone here. You know, I'm going to uh, watch some. <laughs> Go on Alvarez. And there you go. Get ready. I watch some videos. Get motivated. Um, maybe play some games on the phone. <laughs> and and uh, I, I've been to the uh, Paramount. I know you're you're you know you always have a lot of support in, on Long Island. A lot of fans, I'm sure. And some of the fights you kind of feed off that a little bit. Me fight in a fanless atmosphere. Have you thought about what that's going to be like? Yeah, I've thought about it, but, you know, when I train, it's always just me and my trainer. So that's all I need, just me and him in the corner and whatever is in front of me, I'm going to do what I got to do to overcome it. Last two two questions. What do you want to say to the fans out there who are are watching this? You're going to be watching you Saturday night on ESPN Plus getting to later Alvarez. I just hope everyone enjoys the show. You know, I I trained hard. I put a lot of work in and – you know, I just want to put on a great show for everybody and show that I belong at the top and should be one of the world champions. And last but not least, where do people follow you on social media, Joe? Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at JoeSmithJr631. There you go. There you have it, Joe Smith Jr. Always in exciting fights. We look to uh, see you this Saturday night taking on a later Alvarez on ESPN+. Plus. Best of luck, and we'll talk to you along the way. All right, you have a good one. I'll see you guys then. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. That was perfect.